Hey everyone, hope you've had another great week. This week, I'm bringing to you another awesome interview with an exceptional physician. His name is Dr. Thomas Lowe. He's an anesthesiologist by day and a chef by night. He's not only a chef, he actually owns restaurants. He's an entrepreneur. So how does he do all of this together? And how does he balance his interests and his passions to really create that ideal life for himself? I know you're gonna enjoy this episode, so stay tuned, thanks. Welcome to the Passive Income MD Podcast, where we talk about creating your ideal life through multiple streams of income. I'm your host, Peter Kim. If you enjoy hearing about this stuff, make sure to hit subscribe so I can bring it to you every week. Now let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, I'm now really excited to talk to our next speaker. This is Dr. Thomas Lowe. He, aka known as Dr. Chef Lowe, he's a board certified anesthesiologist. He's a chef, he's a CEO, he's an entrepreneur, he does it all. He's the owner and culinary director of Spicy, or Spicy, it looks like, Cuisine, uh, restaurant in Forest Hills, New York. Uh, this restaurant, Spicy Cuisine, has quickly gained critical accolades uh, from the New York Times, received its first Michelin Bib Gourmand in 2020. We could talk about all these things. Uh, I'm a big foodie, so this is an exciting interview for me. As a chef physician, he's able to educate his customers, patients, and, and fellow colleagues on the medicinal aspects of uh, just really fine cuisine. And we're going to get into all of these things. This should be a fun interview. Thomas, how you doing? Good. How are you, Peter? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for ha having me. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you because it's such a cool story. It's somebody who, again, it doesn't fit within the normal physician <laughs> story. And uh, I think that's what the summit is all about. Uh, before we get to kind of talking about your backstory a little bit, hopefully I did it justice, but do you mind telling people like right now, um, what is this business you're part of in terms of your restaurant? Um, tell, tell me a little bit about Spicy Cuisine and what that's all about. Sure. You know, um, so I'm a doctor by day, chef by night. Um, and uh, so I, you know, during the daytime, I, I run my anesthesia practice, but at night um, I run actually uh, two restaurants now, uh, Spicy Cuisine. That, that was our first restaurant uh, in Queens. And actually just recently, like within the last uh, month or two, we actually just opened up a brand new restaurant in Manhattan. It's called Chi, uh, which Chi is, um, means uh, chess in Chinese. And so that's our, our larger restaurant. And uh, so, you know, I basically shuttle between the two. I don't, I don't get much sleep, but um, <laughs> no. basically, you know, those are my two passions in life, you know, practicing medicine, anesthesia and and cooking and food and the hospitality industry so it's 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 a lot of fun uh i don't sleep too much but um <laughs> keeps me uh busy for sure well let's let's talk about it a little bit so when you're in medical school and i know friends of people who are friends of yours went to medical school with you no. uh, was that always you know a focus of yours do you think that you were going to do both things or were you just focused on, on medicine yeah it's interesting i um so when I graduated college, uh, I was pre-med, I was a molecular bio major, got into med school and I was about to start and I had always wanted to be a chef. I had always wanted to be, uh, go to cooking school. It was a dream of mine. And, you know, I was like, you know what, let me take, let me defer a year. Let me go move to New York, go to cooking school. And I was like, so excited. My parents, not that excited. <laughs> Yeah. As you can imagine, you know, I, I'm Chinese and, um, you know, growing up in a, you know, pretty typical American, um, Chinese American, uh, household, you know, they were so happy when I got into med school. And when I told them 
I'm going to take a little detour. They were kind of, you know, a little iffy about that. But for me, you know, it was incredible. So I actually, you know, moved to New York, went to the French Coloring Institute, worked at a bunch of different restaurants, you know, did that whole thing. At some point, eventually went back to medicine. So it's just kind of this whole, you know, roundabout, you know, 360. Um, when I decided to go, go back to medicine, my parents were like, so relieved. <laughs> Even when I was in med school, um, cooking was still a very big part of my life. And I actually, on Sundays, I would actually go cook at the restaurant where um, where uh, my mentor was, the chef at, um, on the Upper West Side in Manhattan. I would cook brunch on Sundays because Sundays were the only days I wasn't like studying or going to school. And uh, Sundays were like the only days that the cooks didn't want to work. So for me, it was perfect because that was like my outlet. And, you know, I did these tasting menus at um, med school, like these five course dessert tastings paired with wine. And and so for the last like 22 years, I've been kind of shuffling back and forth between, you know, medicine and cooking and cooking in the restaurants and medicine. And that's and now, you know, since I finished uh, residency and as a, as an attending for the last 10 years, I'm actually able to do both now. Hey everyone, I'm excited to tell you about PIMDCon, the Physician Real Estate and Entrepreneurship Conference happening on September 21st to 23rd this year. As always, we're bringing together some of the smartest minds in real estate investing and entrepreneurship to speak at this event. Now what sets this conference apart from others goes way beyond the speakers. It's being part of the community that's created at our live events. Now this year, we're offering specific tracks focus on real estate investing or entrepreneurship acceleration. So you can customize your experience and focus on what matters to you the most. Now our expert speakers, coaches, and workshops, they're gonna help you gain the knowledge and confidence you need to take your next steps forward um, and towards achieving financial success and independence way beyond medicine. And it's not just about the information you're gonna learn from the speakers, it's about the conversations you'll have with other attendees that I know will spark new ideas, inspire you to take action. So every year, people leave PIMDCon and they launch their real estate investing careers while others grow their portfolio in exponential ways, in mean, ways you wouldn't have even imagined. Now this year is gonna be no different as you leverage your big ideas to expand your vision for what's possible. So join us in person in Los Angeles on September 21st through 23rd. There's also a virtual option available for those who can't come live. So don't miss out on this opportunity to connect with a community of like-minded individuals and gain practical skills and knowledge to help you achieve your financial goals. Save that date, September 21st to 23rd, 2023. I'll see you there. Thanks everyone. Bye. Was there a period where you were just getting too busy with medicine though? Especially you said in um, you know medical school, you're able to kind of find time, but how about when you're in residency, when you're in your training and doing all that, were you still able to to find time to you know be a cook professionally? Sure. Um, so what's interesting is, uh, yeah, during med school it was tough because um, you know we had a blocks of exams where it's like you know you had like three, four exams in like three days back to back, you know, patho anatomy lab. Um, really hard and, uh, and all, you know, all my classmates were, you know, brilliant students. And, um, so it was, it was, it was hard, but then I was drawn to all these other activities like, uh, cooking events and, you know, 
my friends, chef friends would call me up like, hey, I got this event with, you know, Morimoto. Do you want to come? Blah, blah, blah. So I would try to do those events and then try and balance that with school um, was really hard. And I remember like one period, like I didn't do too well on my exams because I was busy like cooking and eating and enjoying, you know, the whole hospitality aspect. And so I had to kind of the next quarter basically slow down on the cooking and eating and focus on the school and, and kind of go back and forth. Uh, during residency, yeah, I, I had to I had to slow down. You know, we had a lot of call. We were doing 24-hour shifts, doing a lot of uh, liver transplants, you know, uh, heart transplants. So I kind of slowed down on the uh, cooking aspect. Uh, but then um, when I finished residency, I had a little more time, uh, less call where I could kind of go explore, you know, the different restaurants and, and kind of build that aspect of my uh, hospitality business. I mean, did you think at that point, all right, well, now I'm going to be even more involved in, in, in your restaurant business and on the chef side um, in terms of like, it sounds like obviously you're running up these businesses now, you're running these restaurants. Like that that's a pretty big leap from just like helping somebody to cook on the weekends. Like how did that shift and transition happen? Yeah, you know, I guess uh, over the course of 22 years, you know, um, you meet a lot of people uh, in the hospitality industry, the chefs, the managers, you know, just the, the um, you build this huge network. And um, as I was, you know, as I finished residency, uh, I was getting more involved um, and it wasn't just, you know, cooking on the weekends and, and um, I found myself, you know, just spending hours and hours and it, and it was like, it wasn't work. It was like fun. This was, you know, I, I'd love, you know, taking care of my patients. And then uh, I would come home. I would think about menus, think about, you know, more business ideas. And uh, I kind of slowly just kept getting my hands, you know, involved until it was like, you know what, why this has been literally a, a dream of mine since I was like seven years old. Why not do it? Like, wh- like, why not just do it? And, and that was it. <laughs> you know, once you, once you set your mind to doing something that you go for it and, and you see if you can do it. And, uh, once you kind of, you know, let go of all those boundaries, uh, and have no ceiling, uh, you know, you can, you can accomplish a lot. You can for sure. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I know a lot of people, especially they're in medicine, they've given up a lot of their passions, maybe along the way that there were other things that they were interested and they feel like maybe, um, you know, now that they are working in medicine, they maybe not have the time or the ability to kind of focus on those things. Like, how are you able to do both? I think that's the big question for people. How are you able to still do well and be successful in medicine and then also be successful in here and be able to balance all those things? I mean, you mentioned not having sleep, but what else? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, it's, it's not easy by, by any means. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, you can do, you know, it's it's super simple. Um, no, it definitely requires a lot of time management. Um, like you said, balance. So, you know, what's interesting is, you know, life is balanced, right? You're, you're an anesthesiologist. I'm an anesthesiologist. We deliver, right, what's called a balanced anesthetic, right? So for the non-anesthesiologists out there, like, what does that mean? Well, we give, uh, you know, a different medication for, you know, uh, pain control, something for anxiety, something to get someone to sleep. Um, and that has to be done in the right proportions at the right times for it to work. Um, you know, we do that, you know, the same thing as a chef in the kitchen, you know, we're balancing a vinaigrette with, 
you know, acidity, uh, with sweetness, with uh, spice. Um, and you, it has to be done and coordinated properly. Same at, you know, with life and your time management, you know, I, I'm not, you know, working, you know, 24 hour shifts at the hospital all the time. Right. Um, I, I actually kind of left the hospitals and, and started, you know, more private practice. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of that is balance management and prioritizing. So, you know, when I'm obviously, you know, working with my patients, like it's a hundred percent that, right. Uh, but then when I'm finished and I'm onto my restaurant or onto my family, you know, I focus all my time on there. Um, so it, it requires a lot of, you know, juggling, but you know, when you're busy, you actually get a lot more done when versus yeah. when you're not busy, which, which is really interesting. Hey everyone, have a quick question for you. Are you looking for a secure and reliable long-term investment strategy? Meet Eckerd Enterprises. It's a family-owned and operated firm with over 35 years of experience specializing in U.S. energy and alternative investments. Here at Passive Income MD, you often hear me talk about the need to diversify. One of the safest investment strategies available today are mineral rights. And with Eckerd Enterprises, you can diversify your portfolio. Their team is committed to helping private investors like you and me identify and develop successful diversified portfolios. With an average return on investment of over 24% across their portfolios, the Eckerd team is dedicated to helping you build and protect your wealth through long-term passive income. All of this while minimizing the risks associated with traditional investments. So check out Eckerd Enterprises. If you want that great investment experience, go to eckerdenterprises.com. Again, that's eckerdenterprises.com. Thanks and back to the show. I mean, for a lot of people starting a business, you know, owning a restaurant, opening up a second restaurant, there's a lot of risk behind that. Uh, obviously people hear about restaurants and how risky and tough that business is. And you have that, but then you also have medicine where most of us are like pretty known to be pretty risk averse people. Like how have you been able to balance those things? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's not easy. You know, whatever you do, do not open a restaurant. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it's, you know, I love it. I love the hospitality industry. I love restaurants. Um, it is a high risk industry. You know, I would say, you know, 90% of restaurants fail in the first year. If you can survive the first year, um, you can, uh, maybe 50% of restaurants survive the second year. If you can survive two years, you're, you're doing pretty good. Um, it's definitely a high risk, but you know, everyone has to look at their own situation, right? So, um, what's nice about medicine and anesthesia is, you know, anesthesia medicine is, is pretty, pretty stable. For the most part, um, you know, we all we can get a, a good solid job that's pretty consistent. And what's nice about anesthesia, you know, if you want to work, you know, Q3 call, Q4 call, whatever it is, you can do it. If you want no call, um, you can do that too. If you want to do, you know, part-time, three days, four days, you know, there's, there's something for everyone depending on what their situation is. Um, and that's, the benefit of, you know, anesthesia and, and actually a lot of other medical, you know, sub, uh, you know, uh, subspecialties too. So, you know, I think the biggest thing is kind of figuring out what's important to you in your life. And only one person can really answer that. And that's, that's you. And it's different for everyone. So I can't say, Hey, you should do X, Y, Z, you know, do an academic position, you know, have residents do teaching and while you do mountain climbing or whatever, because, you know, that may be horrible for one person or maybe someone else's dream. So I think, you know, for people out there who have a lot of different interests, 
um, there's a lot of self-reflection and it changes all the time, right? Your priorities change based off of, you know, where you are in your life, uh, your family situation and, and life is constantly changing, right? So there's a lot of constant self-reflection, you know, seeing what makes you happy, right? Um, if you're happy with, you know, staying in academics, working, you know, at a, a large academics setting, um, and that's it. Fantastic. That's, that's wonderful. You know, we need people like that. Um, you know, for me, I, I love food. I have a lot of different interests and, um, my life wouldn't be fulfilled if I, if I only did medicine, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So in some way having this, how does that impact your medical career? Um, yeah, what's interesting is, um, it's funny because, uh, you know, when I, um, so I'm in private practice anesthesia now, and, you know, we do a lot of office-based surgeries, offices, a lot of plastic surgeries on the Upper East Side. Um, and, you know, so our patient population and our, you know, my client population with plastic surgeons and stuff, very different than, you know, some of the academic settings. Um, I, I was at Columbia for uh, med school and residency. So, um, you know, very different patient population, very different surgeon population is very, you know, um, service oriented, uh, which I think should always be in medicine, right? Like that, that should always be the case, but, you know, unfortunately it's not always so. Um, and having, you know, worked in fine dining and working with, you know, Michelin star chefs, you know, it's all about service and presentation. Um, and I've been able to use that in my private practice anesthesia you know, we're not just delivering anesthesia, you know, that honestly, you know, when we're delivering, you know, a, a simple sedation case, it's not super complicated, but what, um, I can deliver is kind of the finesse of the service, which is calming a patient down in one minute, you know, having a patient that you, that has never met you, they're about to have a surgery. Maybe it's the first time they've ever gone under, right. And they're freaking out. And and you know what I'm talking about, Peter, because when you see that, you can tell when they're like literally like shaking and you got to be able to build rapport literally within two, three seconds, right? To make a first impression, you have like a split second. And whether that's, you know, with, you know, um, showing confidence or showing, you know, comedy, you know, because sometimes you need to bring some comedy to help them relax. But it's always, you know, being professional. You know, I always, you know, say like, listen, I'm like your in-house mixologist or, you know, I'm your bartender for today and I got a nice special cocktail. I mean, I know you're, I understand you're, you know, you're nervous. That's okay. I'm going to take good care of you, you know, and, um, part of that is, you know, what I learned working in fine dining, um, with that whole service aspect. So. Hey everyone. Wanted to tell you about flip MD. It's a competitive marketplace where physicians can source and secure consulting side gigs. Jobs come from a broad range of clients across all major industries who are looking for medical experts in their field like you and me. Now, FlipMD allows physicians to pick and choose the consulting work that fits their schedule and their interests. So you can continue to provide quality patient care while exploring new opportunities. And here's the coolest part. You get to set the parameters for your work, including an hourly rate. So join the thousands of physicians who are diversifying their income streams and expanding their careers with FlipMD. With FlipMD, you can pick up consulting work whenever you're available, 
tried a non-clinical career, or even do something completely outside of the realm of patient care. It's a centralized source of well-paying side gigs that will help you build your physician brand. Join now and see why new physicians are joining every day. Visit flip-md.com. Again, that's flip-md.com. Now back to our show. I love how you bring the two similarities together. Sometimes you brought the stuff for that you learned in medicine. You brought it to your chef world and fine dining world and you've done, it sounds like you brought the other stuff back. Um, what do you think the possibility is now that, you know, you've done what you've done, but knowing what you know in terms of skill sets, in, in terms of I guess, ambition, all, all the different things that, you know, physicians bring to the table. What do, what do you think the possibilities are for physicians to venture into other things that might be completely different from medicine and still find themselves to be successful. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think physicians have a incredible skill set. Um, very thoughtful, you know, very hardworking, um, and we're in a profession that's you know very stable. It's rock stable, right? There's always going to be a need for physicians um, in the whole world, not just the U.S. in and all parts and in all fields too. So. Um, I think with that, it gives you a lot of uh, stability, which allows you to to venture and do other things that you know may be difficult if if you have a family and you have children um, that you need to take care of, um, and you still need something stable to literally you know per, uh, put a roof under your head, put food on the table, um, but you can you know hopefully. Uh, take some of that time and venture and do whatever side projects you want until those projects, you know, either take off completely and then you can kind of, you know, do less of it and, and figure out what percentage of time you want. You know, if your side hustle becomes a full-time hustle becomes to like your retirement, which, you know, which could be in incredible or maybe it doesn't turn out, but you have a great time kind of pursuing another passion, um, of yours that you've always wanted to, but never maybe had the time because you were in med school and studying for, you know, the board exams and residency and, and all that, you just got to give it a shot. And I think with medicine, it allows you, you know, the time and the money too to kind of venture and, and, and take a little risk and do something else. I love that. And you talk about being a physician by day, chef by night. So is that literally what's happening? You're going from practicing practicing during the day and then you're putting on a suit or whatever it is and, and jumping into the restaurants. Is, is that what it looks like? Uh, many days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, for example, you know, I've run my, you know, I, I just finished this, uh, lawn, uh, rhinoplasty, uh, and then rushed home. Um, I'm here now. And then probably in an hour, I, I need to run into a restaurant, uh, just for a little bit and, and make sure things are, you know, running. Okay. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's busy, but that's, that's how life is. And, um, I wouldn't like have it any other way. So. Awesome. How about your parents now? How do they feel about all this? <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're proud of me. They, uh, both of them passed, unfortunately, a, a few years back, but, um, you know, they, they were very happy to see that, um, I had went, gone back to medical school had graduated, finished residency and started work and, uh, you know, starting my practice, you know, they were very proud of me, uh, but they all also understood my passion. You know, they, they knew that I, I had loved, you know, 
food and cooking since I was I was a child, you know. So um, I think they were happy that I'm able to, you know, do both in my life. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that some people are going to hear this story and they're going to want, obviously something's going to resonate with them. Something's going to click off in their mind. Light bulb's going to go off and they're going to want to find out more about you. Maybe even try to connect with you. Where's a great place for people to do that? Sure. Um, yeah, lot, uh, you can check out my website. It's uh, chefdrlow.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram as a uh, chef, Dr. Lowe. Um, you can, you know, DM me, shoot me an email. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd love to uh, connect with whoever's out there and, uh, uh, yeah. And my, uh, email is, uh, Dr. Thomas Lowe MD at Gmail. So, um, happy to share whatever, uh, I can. Very cool. When I'm in town, I'm going to definitely check out your restaurants. <laughs> still um, have you. Awesome. Um, okay. So for someone who wants to follow your footsteps, uh, in the sense that they want to follow their passions, but also, you know, maybe start a business, uh, you know, what, what's a tip that you might have for someone? Sure. Um, number one, uh, go for it. You know, don't, don't, you can literally convince yourself not to do anything. Okay. It's, it's all in your head. And I'm not saying just, you know, just randomly haphazardly go do whatever you want. Okay. But if you have a desire and you want to do it, set your mind and do it. And, and then, so what do you do? Well, look for mentors. Number one, look for people who have done what you want to do, whether that's, you know, a year down the road or five years down the road, talk to them, get their advice, talk to as many people as you can and get as many different opinions uh, hopefully completely opposite opinions. Cause you want to, you want to make an educated decision. Okay. And you, you want to put your best foot forward. So you want to have all that information out there from people who know and who have done it. And it's okay. If you don't know them, ask them, what are they going to say? No. Okay. Ask the number next person or the next person. Just keep going. Right? Like don't give up. And, you know, and that's, that's why I think we've we've all done that throughout, you know, um, school and re, you know med school residents just having that tenacity and resilient, and you know don't let one person's no like ruin everything, and it's also okay if you try something and it doesn't work out and it doesn't go as planned. That's okay. You learned something. You gave it a shot. Maybe that will lead to something even bigger. So. Such great advice, such an awesome interview and a great example of kind of never giving up on your passions. I mean, again, being a physician is a feat all in itself and also being a chef and being an owner of restaurants, being able to do both is just, it's an amazing thing. So really shows us what's possible uh, for us physicians. So uh, I just want to say thank you for that. Keep up the amazing work and uh, yeah, let's talk again soon. Thank you so much, Peter. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Enjoy the show? Let me know by dropping a review in the podcast app you're listening to us in. And if you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe. Are you part of our community yet? Join thousands of physicians who are also on this journey to creating their ideal lives through multiple streams of income. You can join us on our Facebook group, Passive Income Docs, and you can always learn more at our website, PassiveIncomeMD.com. Thanks again for allowing me to be a part of your journey. See you next time.